was dying That's why when I saw you wanted to hold you to me Anything less would be lying Come on up on my shoulder Every day we get older Don't let the seat get colder Better believe it If I'm gonna
Good evening, everybody, and welcome to tonight's episode of the Talk of the Town, where great minds think out loud. I want to start off by uh, just apologizing in advance to some listeners out there. I'm fighting a cold here. I'm at the tail end of it, but I do have a bit of the sniffles. So if you catch any of that on your broadcast, I want to apologize in advance. Uh, but the show must go on. We uh, we got to make sure that we get uh, we get some something for you guys to listen to on the Tuesday evenings. And we got a great show ahead of you. We're going to deliver on that front. Uh, she's back for her third time, and uh, she's going to be talking to us about the third installment of the Haida Gwaii Women's Dialogue Sessions. Uh, Rain Terzuk is back. How's it going tonight? So wonderful. Thank you so much for having me here, Pete. It's really a pleasure. Hey, the pleasure's all mine, as it always is. Um, I want to, I don't want to waste any time in, uh, in going right into this. And because of my, uh, my cold that I'm fighting here, I want to keep my ramblings to a minimum. So, uh, why don't you tell us about, uh, what's coming up next week? Sounds good. Um, so for many of you listening out there, you're probably aware that the Heltzik and Haida Women's Dialogue Session, the last and final dialogue session in this project is coming up. Tuesday, February 27th to Wednesday, February 28th. Now, for some of those out there, you're going, why is it in the middle of the week? Well, as is the name, this session is for Heltzik ladies as well. And they're traveling here on BC ferries. And as a result, they can only be here in the middle of the week. So Heltzik and Haida Women's Dialogue Session, February 27th to 28th. It's going to be held at the Howard Phillips Hall. Big thanks to the village of Masset um, from 9.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. each day. And the dialogue session dinner, which is for Heltzik and Haida females only, Hawa, Hawa, uh, will be held at the Old Masset Community Hall Tuesday, February 27th, 5 to 7 p.m. Now, if you're already at the dialogue session with the rest of the group at Howard Phillips, um, you can drive yourself or there's actually going to be a bus there. So no worries if you don't have your own vehicle. If you can't make it to this dialogue session, but you really want to join us for dinner, that's awesome. Please still register online as you would per normal, um, but just make a little note saying you're just going to attend for supper. We'd love to have you. So just a reminder, this event is free. Um, all meals are included. There's babysitter vouchers available each day. So if you require a babysitter in order to attend, just come see any of the co-facilitators at the session. We will also have a free bus um, leaving the Skidigate Rec Hall at 7.30 a.m. each day. And we'll provide round-trip transportation for you from Skidigate to the Howard Phillips Hall in Masset. Um, another note here is if you are coming, uh, registration is open until Thursday night at 11.59 p.m. So please register online. You can do that at HaidaGuaiWomen.com. Or tomorrow during regular office hours, you can call myself, Rain, at the Skidigit Band Office at 250-559-4496. That's 559-4496. 
to this last session, please bring also a story, song, or dance to share if you have one. If you don't, that's okay, as well as a small gift to trade. So this could be anything from a beautiful eagle feather to an agate or anything else your imagination has in mind. Um, just some awesome things to look forward to at this Helsinki and Hyde Women's Dialogue session. On day one, we'll be starting it off with an amazing panel discussion on coastal unity from some of our local leaders and some of the leaders from the Helsinki Nation. Um, this will be discussing how these nations can work together and can really strengthen their unity on some of our common issues. We will also, on day one, be identifying common challenges to both Helsinki and Haida women, as well as hearing from a panel on different forms of traditional wellness and how we can access that in modern times. On day two, we'll be focusing more on taking action. So we'll start the day off in discussing traditional female roles and how this has influenced women today. Um, then we will hear from a panel of women on leading change. These are female activists, both on Haida Gwaii and in Bella Bella. Then we will, from there, take that inspiration and move into identifying solutions. And we will close with a presentation on the Heltic Women's Declaration and an activity on creating a framework for a Haida Women's Delegation. So once again, registration is open until Thursday night. You can register online at HaidaGuayWomen.com or call myself, Rain, at the Skidigit Band Office. Uh, right on. Um, so uh, as I mentioned in the at the beginning of the show, this is the third installment of the dialogue sessions that have uh, gone on here uh, on Haida Gwaii. And um, I think it's it's probably fair to assume that there's going to be some women attending this one who have attended the previous two. Um, so what can those w uh, women look forward to that might be like a unique experience uh, to this uh, Haida and Helsik one? Um, probably the most significant change is that this is intended to be a nation-to-nation -nation discussion. So if you did go to the first two dialogue sessions, at the Haida Women session, this that one was really about in discussing internally with other Haida women common challenges and solutions that were really about here, local, um, within the Haida nation, within Haida culture. If you went to the second dialogue session, then you probably know that that was for all women on Haida Gwaii, um, settler women, indigenous women, Haida women. Uh, and that was about exploring our roles here as females on the islands. Now, this last dialogue session is really about exploring how both the Heltzik and Haida Nation can come together and also what kind of common challenges there are and how we can best support each other in finding and implementing solutions. Um, there's also an incredible opportunity for knowledge sharing, especially around topics, say, like traditional wellness, um, traditional roles of females, and so on and so forth. So, Right on. Um, the last time that we talked uh, was on the... Not exactly the eve, but just just before the all women's dialogue session, which you mentioned there, and um, I know going into this, uh, one of the things that you wanted to talk about was some of the highlights and takeaways from that session. So, um, why don't you fill us in there? I would love to. Uh, that session was incredibly successful uh, for many reasons. One was that we had over 170 people participate that weekend. Um, that was 
huge. Uh, you could just feel the good energy. And there was so much diversity. There was people from all communities, Sanspit included. And it was really just such a pleasure to see all of these different perspectives coming together in a really respectful and meaningful way. Um, we had a top 15 challenges emerge. And so for those of you who either heard about the top challenges from the Hi to Women session or were there, you might be going, wait a minute, there was only a top three at the other session. Now, that's also totally normal. We just used a bit of a different process this time um, because we did have far greater um, numbers as far as participants. We wanted to make sure that you could see a lot of diverse um themes emerge and so it's both equally valid just a different process so out of these top 15 challenges we had some key themes so one of them was health and wellness this included challenges accessing mental health and addiction services accessing holistic women's ser health services um, dealing with isolation accessing affordable housing accessing child care that is both available and affordable um, accessing employment, um, finding intergenerational mentorship, and both accessing education and having culturally relevant educational opportunities. Uh, the next kind of key theme in these challenges was safety. And this was mainly around personal safety for females here on Haida Gwaii. A big one was sexism, um, prevalence of violence here in all communities. And from that, you also had challenges for self-confidence and women experiencing insecurity as a result, uh, judgment and bullying, and the need for a central and safe space for women to gather and both receive support 24 hours a day. So out of that, what I, I would like to touch on, maybe just a little bit more in depth, is the challenge women face in judgment and bullying, because I bet you everybody here listening tonight has that or has experienced that somewhere in their lives. So just a few of the key solutions that participants came up with at the All Women's Dialogue sessions were be curious. When you meet somebody new, you know, don't make assumptions, come forth with curiosity. Where are they from? What are they up to? How is their day? Another part was to build your own self-esteem and pride and help build the self-esteem of others. Um, another solution that came up was teaching resiliency. So yes, maybe something happened, but you are so strong and you can keep going and you can become more resilient. So if it happens again or you see it happening again, you'll be able to intervene and act differently. And part of that as the last solution, was being able to address negative and hurtful behaviors, maybe ones that you do towards others or that you witness others doing towards other people. And altogether, the goal of that is really so that we can move towards healthier and happier communities here on Haida Gwaii. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, <clears throat> excuse me, there it is, the <laughs> cold coming up on to haunt me here. Um, so obviously... Um, there's a there's a lot being talked about and, and a lot in these sessions that might be difficult for people to talk about or uh, to relive to a certain extent, and um, it it's it's over the course of a of a two day session. So I was wondering, um, what's your uh, personal take on or was your personal take on the energy going into the session, kind of at the midway point, and then 
at the closing point of that session and, and in between, um, how does the energy uh, evolve in, in that space and, and over the course of that weekend? I would say, I mean, starting first thing in the morning on Saturday, I people are a little quieter, you know, you're not quite sure what to expect. And even by the middle of the second day, but definitely by the end, the energy was so high. Um, I, I was so appreciative of everyone that was really gracious in, you know, we had a bit of lag in between the end of the dialogue session and dinner. And you couldn't even, you couldn't have heard somebody yelling across all of the discussion that was still going on so vibrantly, even after the dialogue session had ended. Um, that energy carried forth into day two in a way that no one from the facilitation team expected. People showed up and were ready to work. They were ready to take action and create a framework for positive change. And that was, I mean, hoped for, but really took us as a, a lovely surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's uh it's interesting to hear you talk about that because uh to my knowledge anyway I don't think there's ever been anything like this or at least to this magnitude um in in the communities before so um yeah you mentioned having over 100 people from all of the communities on Haida Gwaii being uh at this and ready to participate um I was another thing that I I kind of wanted to clarify um and this would be for listeners who maybe weren't at that session. Um, we've we've had you on the show a few times now as kind of a spokesperson, if you will, for for this session. But uh, what's your what's your role in the actual session? Like when you're in the hall, um, what what are you doing, and and what are you taking in? So at the first dialogue session, and I'm sure anyone who was there would know this firsthand. Um, we had a smaller facilitation team. And so my role was a little bit different. I was helping more and was in more of a co-facilitation role. Um, at this second session, our our facilitation team was quite a bit bigger. So fascinatingly enough, I sometimes had nothing to do. It was like all of my work had already been done. And here it was in the hands of our fantastic co-facilitators. And I actually was able to take a few moments to step back and just watch the magic unfold. Mm, right on. Um, going back to the uh, the session that's coming up next week, um, the Heltzik and Haida uh, session, uh, we talked about how there's three days left to register. Um, can you give us a bit of a, a sneak peek of what to expect in terms of uh, Heltzik representation there? Definitely. Um, I just have to say the Heltzik ladies that are coming are so excited. Every day I'm connecting with them and connecting with the rep that I'm working with. And, you know, their excitement and passion is just building all the time. So, they have about 35 women and girls coming here. They leave Bella Bella on Saturday and they'll arrive here in Skidigat Monday morning at the crack of dawn. <laughs> and they'll be able to spend um, the dialogue sessions with us and one more day. So they'll be heading back home on March 1st, which is the Thursday following. Um, here, I know that we have, they're, with them, they're bringing eight youth and about eight or nine elders. 
So there is quite a good uh, amount of diversity, even within the HealthSec delegation that is coming. You also have folks with very diverse experience that are coming. So some of the HealthSec ladies are part of the council. Some of them are part of the HealthSec Nation administration. Some of them are part of the youth centers and are in health services. So the expertise and the experiences that they're bringing to this dialogue session are so valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think to have that uh, that that range and and that that variety, <clears throat> excuse me, and those that attend is really important too because it gives you such a, a, a wider picture, um, especially when you're talking about um, identifying challenges and sharing nation to nation, having that, uh, that broad level of representation is, I think, a real asset. Um, uh, how about the, uh, the representation from Haida Gwaii? Uh, how are the, uh, if, if you don't mind sharing, how's the... Uh, um, the uh, like how many people the have signed dem- up for this maybe session the demographics of participants yeah or? sure yeah um you know i'm not right now looking at registration we've probably got i'd say the average age is maybe in their 50s or so it's a bit of an older population that is largely registered for this dialogue session um i'm not entirely surprised by that because unfortunately as folks know we we did have to host it in the middle of the week Mm -hmm. and many folks who um are of working age have to go to work that day um unfortunately so uh at the first dialogue session, the Hyde Women's Dialogue session, that was also our average age. We did have some folks that were younger, some folks that were much older, um, but the average age was kind of, you know, middle age, 40 to 60, kind of in there. Um, at this last dialogue session, we had a massive representation in the 20 to like 35 year old age range, which was amazing and so welcome because, I mean, your diverse perspectives are really important and that does change with how many years you've lived on this earth what you've experienced what you've seen and just that longitudinal vision of what life is all about so I'm curious to see in this last dialogue session who does end up showing up and I am hopeful that we will have more young Haida women coming out um could even be uh, high to youth or girls, um, as well as your oldest matriarchs and elders. So mm-hmm. really looking to reach those populations. Right on. Um, I think before we take a quick break here, uh, just in case we have anybody uh, joining us uh, a little late, uh, would you mind uh, just sharing again the uh, the process to register for those that uh, maybe just tuned in and missed it in the uh, first few minutes there? For sure. So once again, the Heltic and Haida Women's Dialogue session is coming up February 27th and 28th. That's this upcoming Tuesday and Wednesday. The dialogue session will be held at the Howard Phillips Community Hall in Masset from 9.30 a.m. till 4.30 p.m. each day. And on Tuesday, February 27th, the dialogue session dinner will be held at the Old Mass at Community Hall from 5 to 7 p.m. You can register online at HaidaGuaiWomen.com or call myself, Rain, at the Skidigit Band Office at 250-559-4496. 
Right on. Uh, thank you, Rain. We're going to take a, a quick break here, but we'll be we'll be back with Rain in just a few minutes. We've had Rain on the show. This is her third time now, and somehow she's escaped playing the talk of the town tradition game over under where we uh, take a bunch of random topics and decide whether they're overrated or underrated. So we'll be back in just a few minutes to play that game with her. Um, we're going to be listening to the the Paper Lions. That was who you heard at the beginning of the show. They welcomed us in. And a uh, bit of trivia for those that are listening. The Paper Lions are a band out of Prince Edward Island. And they changed their name in, I think, 2008 to Paper Lions from the Chucky Danger Band. And if you remember, back in about 2007, the Chucky Danger Band did a tour on Haida Gwaii. And so this is their new album under the name again, Paper Lions. It's called Full Color, and this song's called End of July. We'll be back in just a few minutes.
Back here on the Talk of the Town, where great minds think out loud, we got Rain Terzuk in the studio uh, joining us tonight. We'd like to thank everybody for listening. Uh, and if you're just tuning in now and for some reason you missed the first half of the, half of the episode, I want to just remind you that the uh, episodes are now being podcasted on org, the site that you're presumably on right now if you're tuning in. So, hey, if you missed the first half, don't worry. Check back with us tomorrow and we'll have the full episode available on our site. Um, Rain, before we get into this over-under uh, game, I know you're a little nervous about it, but you don't have to be. It's very relaxed. Um, before we get into that... Um, the, you've been doing uh, some other work that's related to the uh, Haida Gwaii Women's Dialogue Sessions um, that isn't exactly the same. Um, and so I was wondering if you could tell us about uh, what's been going on and what's maybe in the works. Definitely. Uh, it is amazing uh, what comes from the momentum and energy of these dialogue sessions. I know there's quite a few people who could probably speak to that personally. Um, I met somebody the other day who came to me and said, because I went to the dialogue sessions, I am now running for council. You know, I never thought of myself as a leader, but it was there so such a resounding statement that we're all leaders and that inspired them to run for council. So kind of in my own realm, two of the events that have come from the dialogue sessions, uh, one was an all-male gathering that we had a few weeks back and the other was an all-female winter wellness event that we had just this past Friday. Um, So I would be really happy to speak to the all-male gathering and some of the info we got from there. Yeah, absolutely. 
um, at that event, and I really do have to apologize to all the fine uh, boys, young men, and men out there because this was a fairly last minute event. We had an opportunity and we just had to run with it. Mm-hmm. And amazingly, 24 males came out to this session. So the whole purpose of this all male gathering was bringing together. Um, men, young men and boys uh, who were invited from across Haida Gwaii to come together to talk about issues that are important to males here, uh, to also identify common challenges and solutions for change, as well as what the men, boys and young men want to see next. What do you want to see more of? And we had some really interesting results and some of which actually are very parallel with some of the information we've gathered from the all women's dialogue session. Not entirely surprising because they're all human. Mm-hmm. Um, but so the top challenges that did come up from the all male gathering held in Skidigat was number one, safety. That was personal safety and safety of others in the community. That can include things like safety, uh, well, having a lack of safety from forms of abuse or bullying or peer pressure. Um, Another top challenge was mental health and well-being. So that even includes things like, do you have access to meaningful employment, to um, addiction services that are respectful and culturally appropriate? Um, Another challenge that came up was isolation and alienation. Even if you feel like you're part of a community or you have tons of family here, you might feel all alone. And where are those services that are supposed to be there, but especially for men, young men and boys in the community, having that lack of readily available and accessible services was a challenge. Some of the solutions that were discussed at this gathering was the need to create a community based men's group. There was some discussion of a group that had been formed and was quite successful here in Skidigat in the past and the desire to create a group like that that brings in boys, young men and men both from Skidigat as well as Queen Charlotte and surrounding area and really creates a strong support and mentorship um, program for males in the area. Another solution was to organize um, all-male retreats and trips that focus on um, different, well, they could all be a little bit different, but having these available, some of which could focus on creating healthy and active male community that could focus on um, learning different skills that and different uh, traditional male roles. And the last solution was developing tools for healing and growth, both of which could come from the creation of an all-male community group, as well as having these all-male retreats, trips, and workshops. Uh, Some of the top three events that the males at this gathering identified as wanting more of, first and foremost, Access to all-male ceremony. That included um, holding rites of passage ceremony, uh, having sweat lodges, and also having ceremony in different places in nature. Um, Another event or kind of program that was identified as being needed was an all-male mentorship program. So even if you're not a boy, you could be in your 60s or 70s 
there's still space and room to have mentorship from another male in your community. So creating a program that would really help and support males supporting other males. Um, and the last was, as I mentioned before, having more workshops, more retreats, more trips, things that really promote the well-being of boys, young men, and men here in Haida Gwaii. Right on. And then, uh, of course, you mentioned the uh, winter wellness event. And uh, so could you tell us a bit about that? Certainly. Um, that winter wellness event, and I should actually say, just backtracking a little bit, the all-male gathering was sponsored by the Skidigit Band Council, so a big howa to them. Mm. And they also helped sponsor the all-female winter wellness event along with the First Nations Health Authority. So thanks to them, we were able to host this winter wellness event, which focused on a vision board workshop, bringing in um, actually this Chinese New Year. Chinese New Year was on Friday, so it was perfect timing. Uh, as vision board making is often something you do uh, either at the end of a year or the start of a year, something in there. So it was a really, really casual event. The whole point of it was just bringing together females of all ages in just an awesome nourishing kind of get together so there was really good food available there was awesome service providers uh, from the local communities and then there was tons of amazing materials to create a vision board with and for those of you who don't know what a vision board is um, a lot of it can be up to your imagination but the intention is that you are creating the vision of what you want to see more in your life so there's a lot of variation on that, but essentially what we asked of participants was um, to go and collect images that really spoke to them and they wanted to see more in this next year. Yeah, it was, we had over 30 people attend and folks stayed until I think the last person was there until 930 at night. So it was quite successful. Yeah, awesome. Um, it's really exciting to see um, kind of these, uh, these, standalone events uh, come out of these uh, dialogue sessions. And I think it just goes to show how important um, these sessions have been for Haida Gwaii and, and all of the communities on Haida Gwaii for just getting people together and just and, and talking and, and thinking about how we can improve, uh, you know, improve our, our day to day here. And so it's exciting to see, um, yeah, just sort of what's come out of that, that uh, new movement here. Um, Again, we'd like to, to thank you for being on the show to, to fill us in on all of that and, and to talk about it and uh, to keep it moving forward. So thank you very much for, for coming in tonight. Um, I suppose it's a, it's a good moment to, to mention that uh, this is actually going to be my last show uh, for a, the better part of a month, a little over a month, actually. Uh, so kind of ending it off with a, with a bang on a high note here. Um, this is going to be my last show until the beginning of April. And then uh, my first show back uh, is actually going to be Rain's fourth show back. She's going to be back <laughs> and uh, just uh, summarizing all of the, the findings and, and the takeaways from not only the Haida and Helsic uh, dialogue session, but all three and, and maybe beyond. Uh, so that's set to be an amazing show. But of course, before we close out tonight's show, uh, we had to play a quick game of over, under. Um, 
So for those who maybe are tuning in for their first episode or for Rain who hasn't played this before, uh, the basis of the game is I'm going to read out a bunch of random things and then we're just going to discuss whether or not we think they are overrated or underrated. So right off the bat, Mondays. <laughs> I think totally underrated. Um your Monday can be just the best thing ever. I think it's maybe overrated as being a horrible thing. You know, oh, the weekend's over. Oh, it's Monday morning. You know, you're putting on the slacks and going to work. But I'd say the good parts of Mondays are underrated. See, I, I totally agree. I think that uh, Mondays really get a bad rap. Like everybody talks about, oh, a case of the Mondays, you know, that sort of thing. And it's like, I don't know. To me, it's not really the worst day of the week. I think there's the worst day of the week is often circumstantial. And uh, it also, I don't know, I'm not super fond of Sundays. Uh, I mean, I just feel like I never really get much done on Sunday or as, as much as I hope. I have expectations for Sunday. I never totally follow through on them. I don't know. Mondays kind of get this bad rap. I feel like it's unjustified. So I agree with you. Um, <laughs> underrated. Uh Where's Waldo? You ever read those books? I love them. Yeah? <laughs> I think I still love them. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Me too. Uh, in university, I had this, um, it was this big poster. Uh, well, actually, taking a step back here, in university, in the apartment that I lived in, we had this um, coffee table where uh, it was like a coffee table with a flat piece of glass on it, and you could slide it out and put things underneath it like just like pieces of paper or something like that and then so I acquired this big poster that was just like this huge where's Waldo um poster and it was it was a really good one because it was you know how there's the one like the where's Waldo one I think there's like one in every book where everybody looks like where's Waldo but you got to find like the real one and then like all the other tagalongs so it was one of those so it was really hard and it was a great like uh, like icebreaker almost because people would come over to the apartment and then just spend a long time like looking for Waldo on that. But that's amazing. Underrated, I think. I don't know. You totally yeah. underrated. Okay. Where's right. Waldo is for everyone, any age, any time. Yeah, absolutely. I would put Mr. Bean in that category too. Mr. Bean is somebody that transcends like age and time or anything else. Um, storms. Mm. totally underrated the magnificence of a an awesome storm you 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 can't possibly overrate that mm -hmm. it's they're epic yeah um pepsi overrated are you a, a like a coca-cola person or i'm a non-carbonated syrup beverage person mm. Mm. <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> like like uh because of the like you don't like carbonated drinks or because of the like the negative health impacts of carbonated drinks yeah perhaps when it can you know take the rest off your bike chain right that maybe that element so you okay going overrated on that one yeah i mean i think i i too i uh it's kind of a guilty pleasure for me i would say i'm i'm definitely more of a Pepsi person than Coca-Cola, um, but I, I do try and, I don't know, you know how it is. If I had to choose, mm -hmm. then I'd be 100% Pepsi. Okay, 
<laughs> I'm I'm into that. Um, the inside passage ferry line. I have never taken it. Oh, okay. I know. I am missing out in my life. I've heard it's amazing. Yeah. But I've also heard if a storm comes in or mm-hmm. something happens, then it could potentially be very tedious. Yeah. Um. So, have, but you've done the drive, like, to Haida Gwaii then? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, see, I think that's, because that's the obvious comparison, right, is the, the drive versus the ferry. Mm. If you're going, I guess if you're going to Vancouver Island, which I always was because I went to school in Victoria. Um, and I did the, I've only ever done the Inside Passage once. And I think it's, I think it's underrated. I, it's, uh, you know, in terms of, uh, like in terms of cost breakdown, it's like, it's maybe a little more expensive, but it's also a little more convenient because you don't have like the physical, uh, the, you know, exhaustion of, yeah, it's stress and exhaustion of driving and it's in the summer. It's really beautiful. That being said though, I, yeah, I've never done it in the winter. And so... Mm. You might be right about the storms there. I will say, though, people pay so much to go on sailing trips around there Mm -hmm. that when you think we get to take a public ferry through similar waters, that's pretty luxurious. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, All right. So I think that uh, you see that was that was pretty all right. Wasn't so bad. I survived. Yeah. You (laughs) you made it through. Um, so yeah, I think that uh, that about does it for our episode. Once again, Rain, um, thank you very much for being on the show, and uh, we're already looking forward to having you back in a in about a month for my first show backs. But uh, anyway, once again, thanks thanks for being on the show. Um, I th- thought I'd just give you a minute if there's anything that you'd like to add before we before we go and leading up to the session coming up next week. Totally. Um- I mean, just a huge, huge thank you to yourself, Pete, to the Hyde Gwaii Radio Society. I'm going to read off a very fast, very condensed list of who our sponsors are. So if you'd like to check out more about who they are, go to HyteGwaiiWomen.com. We really appreciate everyone, big and small, who has contributed toward this project. But... Some obvious and extremely influential sponsors and contributors is the Skittigit Band Council, the Old Massad Village Council, the Council of the Haida Nation, the Heltzik Nation, um, as I mentioned before, the Haida Gwaii Radio Society, the Village of Queen Charlotte, Village of Port Clements, the Village of Massad. I don't know if you noticed there, but we've got All Island. We have done so well, and this is really a Haida Gwaii owned and loved project. Um, we both uh, also have uh, the Skittigit Health Center and the Hyde Health Center, Gwai Trust, Northern Savings Credit Union, and then a few folks from Off-Island as well as many more, including INAC, um, Indigenous and Northern Affairs Canada, and New Relationship Trust. Um, for those of who maybe didn't hear this before, registration for the Helsic and Hyde Women's Session closes Thursday night. Um, register tonight, if you can, at HaidaGuaiWomen.com, or you can call myself, Rain, at the Skittigit Band Office tomorrow at 250-559-4496. This is the last dialogue session coming up, and it's for Helsic and Haida females only, including the dinner. Um, but if you are one of those lovely ladies we really want to see you there it's an incredible opportunity to meet with other folks from bella bella from the helsic nation and have some amazing discussions so looking forward to seeing you there 
Right on. Uh, thank you very much, Rain, for, for being on the show. Uh, it's been our pleasure, of course, and as I already mentioned before, uh, we're looking forward to having you back. Uh, before we go, I just want to make a couple announcements on behalf of the Haida Gwaii Radio Society. Uh, of course, uh, one of the major talks of the town for the past little while has been uh, the proposed sewage treatment plant, and uh, the referendum for that is coming up on this Saturday. That's February 24th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Of course, uh, I would just personally like to encourage you to go and vote. If, you feel it, if you're feeling that maybe you're still not uh, informed uh, enough on the issue and you would like to do some further research and you missed the Q&A that happened at Ocean View Pub on the 8th, I think it was. Uh, in either case, that's uh, the date of it isn't super relevant because the uh, show is podcasted on the org website. So if you wanted to go back and listen to that leading up to the referendum coming up on the 24th, uh, just head over to org and go to shows and special broadcasts, and you should find it pretty easily. Uh, while you're there, I encourage you to take a look at uh, our Patreon account. We have a link to that on our website as well. Our Patreon is, uh, for those that might not know, the signing up for our Patreon is basically the equivalent of signing up at, for a subscription to Haida Gwaii Radio. Uh, the Haida Gwaii Radio Society is transitioning to a more uh, user-generated user uh, model. Uh, that meaning that uh, the money that we get from our users and our supporters is uh, kind of what keeps us going. So if you like what you hear, if you want to hear more uh, content, more shows, more sports, more special broadcasts, whatever it might be, I encourage you to go on our Patreon and sign up for a monthly subscription. Uh, the amount is of your choosing. If you are unable to make a donation of that nature, just head on over to our Facebook page. That's Haida Gwaii Radio Society. Give it a big thumbs up to stay in the loop. Uh, we're going to close out the show with some more Paper Lions, uh, formerly known as the Chucky Danger Band, who toured Haida Gwaii in about 2006. Uh, they've got a new album out. It's called Full Color. This song's called Callback. Once again, Rain, thanks for, uh, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. And uh, we'll see you again in about a month. Heck yeah. We're it's going to fly. <laughs> we're looking forward to it. So uh, that's going to close out my, uh, my show. And uh, we'll see you then. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Your heart already knows I can see it